Oh, uh, yeah, I don't know. Wolf Pack. Who's that walking in these woods? Give me a keg <laughs> of beer. Welcome to Your Inner Child is an Idiot podcast where we revisit things from our youth and make fun of them, basically. Wow. Yeah. Express version. This one's going to be 15 minutes long. Let's get through this bullshit (laughs) and into the political discussion. Hey, Damon. This is Damon. I'm DJ. What's up? Hey, how are you? Good. How are you? We forgot to make a political discussion about Teen Wolves. Teen Wolves. Are they taking over our schools? Wrong! (laughs) That's right. I reference the McLaughlin group. Finally. Um, We're talking about Teen Wolf today, the movie starring Michael J. Fox. And others. And Styles, whatever the guy who played Harry (laughs) Styles. Harry Styles. As a fetus. A woman named Booth. Not Booth. But Boof is her name. Like the, char- the character's name. Yeah. Her character's name is Boof. I'm pretty like sure. Boof? I'm pretty sure. Now we're going this is the part of the show where we just go from memory, so it's possible that I'm making that up, but I'm pretty sure that's her character's name because I remember always thinking it was Booth, which sounds like a last name, like something you'd just call somebody. Right, like and John then, Wilkes. Exactly. Exactly like John Wilkes Booth in every way. <laughs> and then uh, she shoots the president of the Teen Wolves in this. At some point, Styles rides on the top of a van. I remember that. That's his buddy. Styles is, is that his name? Yeah, the wolf's name. Styles. No, that's his buddy. Like his best buddy with the super eighties, eighties uh, members only jacket and the sunglasses. He's, I think he has those like Kanye West sunglasses before oh. Kanye. Like the but the ones that look slits. like Venetian blinds. Yeah, exactly. Uh-huh. Um, and. Turns into a werewolf, who can play basketball. Right, a basketball playing werewolf. Now, I will say, I have not seen uh, this one. Right, I've seen the one with Jason Bateman. This Teen Wolf, also, I believe right. it's Teen called Teen Wolf, comma also, <laughs> as well as Teen Wolf. <laughs> um, and that one has Jason Bateman. I don't know if he's the re- the same character, and they just recast him, or if he's a new teen I who turns into remember. a new wolf, yeah. or if he's a new teen that turns into the old wolf. Uh, but <laughs> the, the teen is different. The wolf is the same. Keep the wolf, lose the teen. <laughs> Uh, but I also have seen uh, the gay fever dream that is the MTV. Oh, the new show. Yeah, I haven't MTV seen that at all. Show, which is just like cute boys and average girls taking their shirts off. <laughs> so this came out in 1985, so the same year as Back to the Future. Wow, what a that is peak. Uh, That's a big Jay year. Fox. That is a big year. While so, also filming Family Ties. Yeah, he was still working, man. He, he worked himself to the bone when he was uh, that age. So, now I've only seen Jason Bateman. I don't know if he plays basketball in that one or if he just. In Teen you know, Wolf also? In Teen Wolf uh, Come Again? <laughs> I, I don't know. I don't know that I've. I know I've seen that one. Yeah, I do. But I don't remember it. In the gay so. Teen Wolf, it's lacrosse. They play lacrosse really well when they become wolves. <laughs> um, is that and, true? Yes, that they is really not play- a joke. Oh. I'm telling you how gay this fucking show is. Is he really? And you don't mean that derogatorily. You mean no? I mean it's high gay. 
This is peak gay. <laughs> we, doctor, we can't take any more gay in this show. So, on a scale of one to Hollywood Montrose in Mannequin, <laughs> where is the new Teen Wolf? Now, I, I agree, if- it's a different era, I know, but this is right. based now, on Now, Hollywood something. Montrose, to his credit, is actually out as gay, whereas right. this is just pretty much like a Tom of Finland drawing come to life. Like, it's so this gay. is like Taylor Lautner era, like, because that, right. that's basically what this is, right? Is it's they just were like, like a lot of boys who are really attractive taking their shirts off and girls who are just sort of like, what, am I part of the plot now? So, teen, the people who made the Teen Wolf TV show were probably like, okay, we know we can't secure the rights to Twilight to do right. a, a sh- an offshoot TV right. series. I'll tell you what we can get. Team Teen Wolf. Wolf. <laughs> because those are just kind of like... It's at rock bottom prices right now. We need to up. move. They're in like those uh, those iron uh, shelves in the back of MTV somewhere or in whatever studios that is. They pull it off <laughs> and the dust goes everywhere and they're like, right. we got it. And kids are like, what the fuck is Team Wolf? And they then, don't know what it is, and then they so see it, it and they're like, "Well, this is like Twilight. I'm in." Right, and it's got lacrosse and and boys. Yeah, boys. La- lacrosse is lacrosse a thing with kids these days? Let me ask you another question, unrelated to lacrosse. But we were just in the park today, uh huh. And this is fascinating to me. Apparently, uh, overalls, jean overalls, are a thing again. Okay, on men or we women? Saw Women. We saw mm-hmm. one group of women, probably early 20s. They yeah. looked like maybe they had just entered college. Did they cuffed or, them? I didn't notice the cuff. Um, but they, they all had kind of jean overalls, and there was a group of like six of them. And then there was others, unrelated to this group, who were also wearing about the same age range. And I was like, oh, is it my sisters are going to be thrilled. <laughs> is it possible that it's a West Side Story type gang war? Mm. And they were like coming in. And you have like to the, the park, the ones that are that are jort overalls, and then the ones that are full length. Those are the opposing sides. They're the ones sides. that are fight. Were yeah. they wearing those little like those uh, like gladiator sandals or like big like uh, mm. you know foot covering wedge heel things? I want to say they were more like cons, but I, I didn't really pay attention as much as I now wish I had. I wish you had. Yeah. I appreciate the the quiet nod on audio format. <laughs> we'll just add a sound effect to going. It sounds like a baby rattle. That's what it sounds like when you nod your head. Um, so, what do you remember anything about Teen Wolf? I know you haven't seen it, but like, how about because it was huge? It wasn't like Back to the Future huge, but it was it was like this was a big thing for my. This is probably close to Karate Kid level, Back oh, to the Future really? level. Like, this was a big thing for me. I watched it many times. This was not a big thing for me. I mean, as I said, I've only seen the Jason Bateman version, and I yeah. remember finding out then that he was not in Teen Wolf 1. Right. So I was like, oh, why even bother? Right. And someone said, oh, he was Michael Jackson. And I'm Michael like, Jackson? Not Michael Jackson. <laughs> <laughs> it was not Michael Jackson. Your friend lied to you. What a bastard. I, I don't knew know my brother couldn't be trusted. You are once again thinking of The Wiz. Which we are not mm. watching today. Where he played a wolf. Right. Wait. No. 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 False. Ben Vereen played the lion. <laughs> there were no wolves. Uh, I can't. Uh, yeah, I got nothing. I really. I mean, I am surprised. Like, how well. I mean, I know that it's a thing that people know because yeah. it's so fucking ridiculous. And there's that penis at the end that pops out. We have to keep an eye out for that. What? During the final scene where he wins the big game or what have you, uh, conquers his wolfishness, his lupine. Yeah. Whatever. Uh, Someone in the crowd, like one of the extras in the crowd, supposedly the urban legend is that he unzips his pants and his dong pulls his dong out. And he's like in the background. uh, Oh, I didn't know about this at all. Dong. Um, 
I know he like the whole thing is, and this is just me kind of testing my memory here. He's like, it's in his genes. Like his dad is also revealed to be. Oh, he doesn't get like bitten by a wolf in it. No, it just like a thing that happens when he like starts to go through puberty. He like starts to change when a full moon happens. And then, uh, it makes him really good. Like when he's in his wolf form, he's amazingly athletic, can do all kinds of crazy things like dancing and, and basketball. Is he and ever stuff. a danger to anyone? Well, that's the argument. I mean, in the same, I think it's the same principle from Back to the Future. I'm, I may be mixing my movies. We'll find out. But like, one, somebody he has just, to sleep with his mom in this one, as right? Well. <laughs> yes, it's very Oedipal once again. <laughs> um, but he has to uh, like. Uh, there's a some authority figure that's like doesn't trust him because he's dangerous when he's a wolf or whatever. Because he's a werewolf. I mean, I think this is one of the times where we're going to watch a teen movie as fully grown adults and be like, no, the adults kind of had the right of it. <laughs> no, we should get this mythic man beast out of here. That can only be killed with a bullet made of silver. Right. Um, what a weird myth the werewolf is. Is that a re- is there a reason for the silver bullet? Is there a Jesus reason? Sometimes there's like silver the the sil- thirty pieces of silver of Judas represents the silver bullet or something oh. like that's there's always some weird Jesus time thing. Is that, that true of garlic? I'm talking well? like I'm drunk, but I'm just drinking a coffee. It's the middle of the afternoon when we're recording, but I, I sound put, just rambling on like a lunatic. I put four bottles of Kahlua in that. FYI. Four bottles. <laughs> I don't know how alcohol. How works. did that get by me? I was wondering why it was overflowing constantly. <laughs> I, did, I wondered why most of my drink was a puddle on the floor. Um, okay, we're going to watch the movie. Uh, we caught it on cable, so I just recorded it on the DVR. Um, so we'll hopefully you'll be able to find it there and watch it with us. We'll be back in a little bit. We're gonna if talk you about- get an erection while watching, you're probably watching the wrong Teen Wolf. Yeah. That's a good way to go. This is 1985. Right. Starring Michael J. Fox, not Michael Jackson. Right. And if you're watching that one, send it our way because that's amazing. Welcome back. We watched Teen Wolf, starring not Michael Jackson, but Michael J. Fox, and others. <laughs> and the rest. <laughs> Including that guy that was in Pee-wee's Big Adventure? Yeah. The uh, chubby guy. Leprechaun. I, I don't remember. And the that. movie about, the direct-to-video movie about John Wayne Gacy. Really? Mm-hmm. Is he John Wayne Gacy? Yeah. That makes sense. Because he's kind of at yeah, John Wayne Gacy was also um, not a slim fella. No. John Wayne Gacy. Let's uh, let's do a little recap here. Teen Wolf. <laughs> um, I know no one could see what you did, but you did a little like, come on, kids, I did. come on, come everybody. on, back to the barn. We got the food on the table. <laughs> Ring the dinner bell. <laughs> Recaps on. <laughs> Get it while it's hot. We got a recap coming your way. Michael J. Fox is uh, named uh, Scott. Something Hooper, ha, Humper. I already forgot his last name. Hamper, Hampton, nope. Ham, nope. Fist, Scott, Ham Dinner. I like that in the poster. He's yeah, opening yeah. up his shirt, not to reveal like his hairy chest as a wolf, but to reveal a shirt T-shirt. that says Teen Wolf on it, which well, pretty much honestly sums up this movie pretty good. They had 
they had to get the title in there. Oh, uh, sure. They paid so much for that font. <laughs> we got a custom font in here. <laughs> so We're going to uh, use it. Michael J. Fox plays a team named Scott Howard. Um, so close with Taylor Hansen, though. And we begin with a, a basketball game, and he sucks at basketball. That's pretty much the premise of the... The his, whole team the sucks whole team. at the thing they were supposed to be doing. We've got Rizzo in the crowd. <laughs> <laughs> There's these two uh, teen girls that uh, make many appearances. They're always at the basketball game. I guess they're supposed no to be No lines, like, though. I guess they're supposed to be like uh, Booth's friends. They're right. like friends, but they're... They don't have any lines. They're not really characters, but they're dressed like Rizzo. They've got like old 50 style sunglasses. They've got little, like, like, you know, cute little jackets, and they've got capri pants on, and polka dots are involved, bows in the hair. It kind of morphs into Madonna a little bit later, which makes more sense. Madonna, yeah. But. It's with the lace with, fingerless gloves, but yeah. it's very risen. We're like, oh, it's the pink ladies. Yeah, I'm the one that you are. Um, there's actually quite a few funny moments in this first game. There's one point where somebody yells, "We're all open!" when he's <laughs> looking for someone to pass to. Um, we get our first. This is uh, the very first scene. We get our first instance of Scott dealing with transformation into the Teen Wolf, where he he is in a like uh, jump ball situation where somebody is struggling with the basketball with him like trying to get it and he growls at them just oh right yeah and then they go away and and only the person next to him kind of hears it so scott doesn't really know what's going on but we we know as the audience what's what you're getting older buddy yeah so it's kind of the whole thing is kind of set up like a puberty thing like he's growing into this whole thing um i have fat guy is fat get it uh, yeah. Because they do some uh, fat guy jokes, really pretty cheap jokes uh, about him going on a diet and having food in his locker. He's got animal crackers. He had liverwurst in there. Yeah. Yeah. There was kind of a very uh, almost Three Stooges scene where Michael J. Fox's character is pulling food out while uh, Chubbs is pulling his, it back His in. name is literally Chubbs. Yes. That is a high school Or Chunky that, or, or something. Or Chunk. It's not Chunk because that's... Yeah. That's Maybe Goonies. Um the coach is one of my favorite characters here. Coach uh, Finstock, I think his yeah. name is. Um, he's got some... He's just kind of exhausted by the whole... He doesn't seem to care ordeal. about winning all yeah. that much, which is funny. Um, and he... Uh, Michael J. Fox goes into his office and says, you know, you know, can I talk to you? And he's like, oh, yeah, well, I mean, that's why I'm always here, you know, to help you guys. And he's like, because I've got, uh, you know, a few issues. He's like, oh, I don't know. Like, um, immediately you backs can see out. I'm really busy. Um <laughs> And then we've also got, we're introduced to your Always favorite Always chewing character. gum as well, sorry. Yeah, the favorite, my favorite uh, coach trope, uh, which actually would be a good name for a coach. Coach trope, uh, as he's just coach Always Jet. chewing gum. And, yeah. Um, but we also got your favorite character, Styles Stalinsky. Oh, yeah. Which we don't ever learn that's his name, but that is his last name. I've looked it up. Oh, like Fonzarelli. Okay, yeah, sure. Yeah. Styles Stalinsky, um, and as his... He's so funny. Pal slash he's, he's just so, he's always full of jokes, and he's like, sort yeah. of like, you know, grabbing the camera, stealing the scene. Just cracking up. Just got sunglasses on. You can tell he's really cool. We don't have to explain it to you, But his real, says the movie. His real BFF is Boof, which I think that's probably what it stands for, BFF. Boof. Boof. Um, that's his, his friend who's, uh, it's a very, what you need is right in front of you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what you're really looking for. It's very, uh, I don't know, th- this whole relationship I feel like is very weirdly handled by the movie. Yeah. Um, they're obviously, she's obviously into him. The first time we see them together, uh, they're walking back from the game and she's 
you know, she's sort of not flirting with him, but like yeah. asking him what he's going to do for the party that they're going to tonight. And he, he's bitching and moaning about some blonde girl doesn't like him. And she's yeah. like, she's not all that. And like pretty much goes as far as clo- as close you can to, I like you. Why don't you like me yeah. as possible? He's, he's a little oblivious. Like right. I think he knows maybe that she likes him, but he's And then when like, he starts talking about the other girl, she's like, I gotta go. And he's, he's like, what's the problem? Yeah. These are my dead on impressions. That of was pretty great. Both actors. Your impression of teens is very much like a cartoon version of it. Uh, They're both hula hooping throughout the entire scene. <laughs> um, we have a lot of 80s, 50s crossover in this movie, actually. We've got this, the Beach Boys and that. Anyway, um, uh, Scott works at his dad's hardware store. And uh, he kind of shows up after after the game, and they're like, oh, how much did you lose by? Right. Um, <laughs> they were all expecting them to lose. We get another kind of uh, preview of the wolf powers, because he hears a dog whistle. That is like a kid is blowing on a dog whistle, and um, only he can hear it. It's really bugging him, so he eventually knocks it out of the kid's mouth. Um, he's got a crush on Pamela, who's the, the girl you were referring to. That's right. The, like, she's not Heather Locklear, but she really wants to be. Yeah, the hot, the like hot blonde Big haired teen of the of the movie, yeah. um, dresses like your mom. But she's dating a uh, thirty year old Mick the Dick. He's like Mick the, the Dick, yeah. Uh, Mick is he's the uh, big man of the opposing basketball team in the first scene. So he, I guess he goes to a different high school, and he's still in high school. Yeah, uh, they do make reference to that later about like he he's only still in high school because he did time. It's pretty <laughs> funny. Um, and yeah, and and, and I did uh, say, what is the school system here? I <laughs> have a little confusing, but. Uh, Scott has to make a delivery for the the uh, hardware so store cool. yeah. to the theater department at school. So we're already back at the school. It seemed like a weird way to get us back to the school. But he's yeah. back at the school making a delivery for the theater department, some paint and some other stuff. We see that the he bumps into his principal. We realize there's some beef there where the principal doesn't like yeah. him very much. Does not play this by the same guy uh, from Back to the Future. I put that in my head. But. That was a little invention on your part. And we see <laughs> him there with Pamela, the who's who's there in what seems to be a one-person play um, <laughs> set in the antebellum South, or actually the Bellum South, I should say. Uh, and there, Carl Sagan is her theater director, from what I can gather. Yeah. Like, giving her billions and billions of <laughs> tips on her performance. <laughs> He's only really dressed like Carl Sagan. He looks yeah. like Carl Sagan. He doesn't really act like He's him. He's got but. the weird, like, hair that sort of, you know, hangs down like curtains in front of his face. He's got yeah. the turtlenecks and blazers. Um, before, before that, we actually have a scene that uh, is only... It's not that important, except for it. It makes sense to my life. I think is one of the connections to this movie. Is uh, so Styles goes into oh, a liquor Styles, store. Styles always full of antics. Well, he tries to go into the uh, liquor store and buy beer for this party that they're going to that night. And uh, he references he's dressed up like he's got a trucker hat on. He's got the sunglasses, and he's right. Like, he's kind of made up made up this fiction about working at the gravel pit, which is where my dad worked. <laughs> uh-huh. So, like, it, uh, I think that's one of the things that resonated with me. Uh, and he tries to be like, uh, "Yeah, just give me some beer. Don't worry about it." And of course, the guy's like, "Show me some ID," and uh, right. it doesn't work. Calls him sport, um, but which now- I'm like, it's it's an odd uh, choice to make. To uh, his dress was just like, if you're gonna pretend you're older why wouldn't you put a suit on and go right <laughs> right he's not like got choice. a trucker cap and sunglasses i'm like you're pretty much dressed like that all the time 
He had to make a character choice. And he, no, you're right. Choice he made. Um, but eventually they, he made uh, Scott go in and try it. I don't know. Eventually, or like initially, he has a gun He involved. has a fake, he's like a water pistol that he tries to convince Scott to fake rob the place with. Luckily, Which they, will get him real dead if the person is armed on the other side of that. Um, but luckily, Scott chooses not to, and Scott goes in, orders a keg. The guy's like... You know, no. he's had it. He's yeah. like, one of you kids going to get it through your thick skulls that you can't uh, come in here without ID. And Scott, more transformation. His eyes turn red. Give and he me, goes, give me a gag. And the guy runs away. And, then, and then when he runs away, he goes, and these. And he holds up those little donuts. white powder donuts. Yeah. Um, and then they get the they get the keg, And Styles Ugh. is so happy that he's got to serve. <sighs> On the roof He's got to show us how unique a character he is. So they throw on some Beach Boys, as characters right. in the 80s are wont to do. <laughs> he puts and on a Hawaiian shirt, and he surfs the top of the van that, yeah. that Scott is driving. At one point, we noticed you also get, uh, in the shot, the motorcycle escort with like his hazards on. He, like, they right. had a police escort. For the movie. For the movie. <laughs> um, um, but then, in, in the car, he gets another transformation. Yeah. Uh, the his ears go all pointy. His link, the, yeah, he gets a little Legend yeah. of Zelda ear going. Yeah, um, so uh, he swerves a little bit, but Styles is okay. But uh, that's kind of the re. I guess the reason we're doing that is because to show Styles is crazy kooky. He's and so interesting. Scott is still dealing with this stuff. Um, so then we have our crazy eighties party. Woo! Oh, and this thing just looked like something that would appear in a police report later. And I, I guess Styles has been hired to run this party because he's things you need people to oops. run the party. And he's he's got all kinds of game going on. He's got his an assist, his assistant, which is a thirty year old prostitute <laughs> in a sort of burlesque costume, right? Um, who's got a hat that he's pulling names out of to get you know a boy and a girl into yeah. compromising positions. Yeah, we come into the, like they're they're like covered in whipped cream. There's two people, like a guy and a they're girl, tied like wrestling back to back. They're not even what, wrestling. They're yeah. tied. Their hands are tied back to back. So they're just writhing around in whipped cream, not really able to do anything. It seems unpleasant at best. It seems really <laughs> unpleasant. And then later, like someone. Uh, a chunk, the fat guy, has yeah. to eat jello out of a woman's shirt. Yeah. And then and then uh Labee for whatever, she gets stuck in a closet. Scott and she Bo- lies Booth. and claims that she got Scott's card yeah. and she goes in seven minutes in seven heaven. Seven minutes in heaven. In which led us in the room while we were watching to discuss the purpose of seven minutes in heaven, which I think is a stupid game. <laughs> My favorite part though is you said, Why is it seven minutes? <laughs> I never realized seven rhymed with heaven. So then we started coming up with other things, like uh, 10 minutes in the den. 10 in the den, <laughs> 4 on the floor. But I was mostly like, if you don't want to make out with someone, you're just in a closet for 7 minutes. 6 seconds. And you dicks. were like, yeah, but you're a horny teenager. I'm like, but maybe you're not into the person you're with. Yeah, but in this case, she volunteered. She then, is into it. Right, I know, but he's not necessarily into it. Although he is, because they do make out for a bit. Yeah. Then he scratches her, her he, cardigan, He starts probably, to kind of transform a little bit. And with he, his fingernails. Yeah, he scr- no, she's got like kind of a captain's outfit on <laughs> Yeah, she's dressed as Captain Kirk or something. Um, but then the other thing, that you compared it to Spin the Bottle, but I, I also was like... But in Spin the Bottle, there are witnesses. In right. Seven Minutes in yeah. Heaven, you're alone in a closet. Well, and people are just more. assuming you're doing stuff? Yeah. Um, after that party, we get 
the full transformation. He uh, Scott knows he's kind of you can see him got flop sweat and he's kind of yeah. really going through some stuff and he locks himself in the bathroom and you know his he get we get prob- probably the creepiest part of the whole movie where like they've got kind of bad. Creepy effects. for the weird father son dynamic. Well, not yet. <laughs> We're not there yet. But he's transforming, and we. This is the only time we really see mid transformation, yeah. where he's got kind of bad makeup and uh, the teeth, but not the face and the face. He's got like cheekbones come out, and then all of a sudden he's like full, full werewolf, werewolf. Um, which mostly is just cousin it with a haircut in the eye section. Like yeah, otherwise, kind of. it's just like a big tube of fur. Yeah, and he's got tufts coming out of the end of his sleeves. Always is there a moment in cinematic history that has a good werewolf transformation? I feel like everyone I've ever mm. seen is always like, yeah, that kind of looks like a human being transformed. Like, I'm thinking of Thriller. I'm thinking of yeah. American Werewolf in London. What about uh, What We Do in the Shadows? Oh, I've never seen that. I, I don't remember the transition, to be honest. I just <laughs> really like that movie. Then it must be great. What about Wolf with uh, Jack Nicholson? Oh, he, he just becomes here suit, doesn't he? He doesn't really wolf up. Mm, I don't remember, honestly. I just remember it seemed like an excuse to have him fuck Michelle Pfeiffer. <laughs> you know, he probably As a wolf. He probably didn't actually. <laughs> Maybe. I don't know. It's Jack Nicholson. Jack Nicholson. Um, so, yeah, he's in the bathroom kind of, like, going through this change, and he finally goes full werewolf. Uh, you never go full were- werewolf. Um, and he's kind of like, oh, oh kind of moaning. He's and moaning. What does he say? Jeez Louise. Jeez Louise. And, and then, his dad yeah. knocks on the door and says, you know, what's going on in there? Are you okay? And he's like, ah. Uh, and he's like, you know, uh, I can help you with anything. Anything. You can and tell I'm me like, anything. I get that the joke is, like, he's masturbating, but I'm like, why right. would the father insist on coming in then? Well, but then, I mean, yeah. we realize that he finally opens the door and the dad is a werewolf, too. And one of the, like, most cuddly-looking werewolves It's I've a ever pretty seen. adorable werewolf. He looks actually. literally like the shaggy dog. Yeah. Um, and so he realizes his dad is also a werewolf, and he's like, why didn't you tell me? And his dad's like, well, I was hoping it would skip a generation, and you wouldn't have to deal with this, but let's talk about it. And then, right. you know, at that point, Scott's had enough. He wants to just go... What's also weird about this movie is that because uh, the werewolves keep their clothes on, they don't like tear off their clothes like in most werewolf movies. Yeah. Um, you see the wolves, the werewolves with their clothes on, and it's just always weird because you can tell that they just put fur where yeah. they needed to put fur. Right. So it's just like the basketball jersey still lays just like it would on Michael J. J. Fox's body, but there's just like hair coming out of yeah. certain parts. And like the dad in this scene, you could tell like there's just a cuff of hair. Right. Just kind otherwise of the, out of the shirt is fine. It's just yeah. weird. It's just a weird look. Um, a man dressed as a dog wearing clothes somehow looks weird. <laughs> um so we cut to um they kind of have a little bit of a talk at breakfast, he and his dad, but uh he's Kind of telling him that, uh, his dad tells him that there's actually some cool things that will happen. You know, you'll get some powers or whatever. And, and he's like, People will want to fuck you whatever, inexplicably. Dad. But he goes to school and he's still trying to kind of hide the transition. But it's, it's starting to happen at school. Uh-huh. He uh, uh, runs to the bathroom when he starts to transition. And then uh, the principal kind of uh, calls him out because he thinks he's using markers. Well, he, yeah, he goes into uh, various bathrooms and they're all for some reason... Either occupied, occupied or, yeah. or like out of order, and in the second one, he sees like some nerdy kid writing shit on the on the mirrors. Yeah, and so when he goes down, he sees like his hair is coming in on his hands, and his fingernails are growing, and he freaks out. The principal comes in, or vice principal, I should say, and he says, "You know, let me see your hands." And he, of course, is nervous. Why didn't they just make him the principal? I don't understand. I don't know because we never it. see the principal. Like, why? Yeah, I don't know. That was weird. You're not even the real principal in this school. 
Um, yeah. I just so then understand. he shows him his hands, and uh, you know he's thinking that the principal will see his hairy hands. But the principal then says, "You got any markers on you, son?" Yeah. And then we realize that the principal's looking for the nerdy kid who was writing on. So just missed it. But Thanks. he's like, "I'm keeping my eye on you." That kind of crap. Um, and then uh, he tries to tell. Or he tells his friend Styles, and we get possibly the most dated of the scenes. My favorite thing. You want to quote? You want to take this? Quote? Yeah, I'll take this one since you probably won't want to say it. I uh, would he, prefer not to. <laughs> he tells he tells Styles that you know uh, Styles, I got to tell you, Styles is going through his looking garage for his, looking for his brother's stash of weed. Yeah, and uh, he's like, uh, you know, Scott's like, I got to tell you something. And he's like, well, just, I think I would b- rather hear it when I was stoned or whatever cool, funny thing Styles says. Yeah. He's probably got a funny t-shirt on. Yeah. It says, I'm like, playing up my hatred of Styles a lot more than I actually hated him. <laughs> um, but, and then, you know, Scott's still like, no, I really need to tell, I need to get this off my chest. And Styles is like, you're not a fag, are you? Are you going to tell me you're a fag? Because if you tell me you're a fag, I don't think I'm going to be I'm, able to I take it. I don't think it. I can handle it. Yeah. And then Michael J. Fox is like, I'm not a fag. No, I'm a werewolf. I'm just a werewolf. I'm a mythic beast that turns uh, into a man wolf. That will eat your chicken Under the light of a full moon. <laughs> but at least... But at least I have sex with <laughs> female wolves. <laughs> or humans, I guess. I, well, I mean, as the movie goes on, we realize, yeah. Yeah. Um, so it is, and I know, remember actually this scene. I remembered well when, once we started the movie, I was like, oh yeah, this is featured in, there's a documentary about uh, gay depiction, p- depictions of gay people mm. in movies called The Celluloid Closet. And te- this scene in Teen Wolf actually comes up. And really? The writer of Philadelphia is like, you would never hear people, you know, use racial slurs the way people just throw around yeah. fag all the yeah. time. And it was very interesting. And this is one of those where it's like, it's not excusable in any way, but it's definitely like of its time. This is like, this took place in 1985. Let's remember what that was like. (laughs) Or let's say your people. (laughs) It's pretty bad Um, all around. Yeah. Um, So yeah, we get past and he, Styles is kind of like not hearing it. And then so uh, Scott just goes ahead and transitions and then. Uh, Which apparently he can do. He can just do it willy nilly. And uh, so Styles turns around, sees a werewolf, and and he's into it. He's like, "Oh, sweet, we're gonna make money." I guess he, everyone. Yeah, I, I I guess it's part of the joke of the the movie is that no one reacts in the way that you would expect them to react to a werewolf. Yeah. Uh, Styles is immediately like, "How can I make money off of this?" He's into it. Um. So it's a very. I mean, I guess that's the joke of the movie. It's never really ha ha funny though. Yeah. So he's sort of like, yeah. Yeah, it's yeah. So uh, we get a little bit of uh, Boof and Scott quality time, and then we get uh, sure. basketball part. Run two. through that basketball part two, where uh, he during the middle of the game uh, he's in a jump ball situation again, and he turns into the werewolf. Sure. Oh yeah, the, everyone jumps on him. Is that a jump ball situation? Yeah, yeah. Okay, They're all kind of after the ball, and uh, they uh, at first everybody just kind of is shocked into silence, and uh, yeah, and he's backing up. He's while backing dribbling. up while dribbling, and he's clear all the way. Already. I like that I included while dribbling, just in case anyone thought he was but it's traveling. Not traveling. It's yeah. not traveling. He's just a werewolf. This is all perfectly legal. It's all the... within the rules of the game. So it's clear... by, as set up by Jacob T. Basketball, right in the 1800s. <laughs> Heir to the basketball fortune. <laughs> Every time you pay basketball, he his family gets a dime. <laughs> then we've got uh, <laughs> Timothy National Basketball Association. <laughs> There's the NBA. Anyway. Uh, <laughs> Separate things. They just yeah. both really like this game. So 
it's clear right away that he's got some skills because he's dribbling between his legs, even now, as he's kind of backing up. I actually, I don't know. Does the movie go over if those skills pay the bills? It it says he has the skills, and that those skills therefore then pay the bills. The bills are paid. He has the skills, but we never. I don't think the movie ever really clarifies <laughs> that one leads to the other. Right. Well, just one of the many missing plot points, I think. God damn you, Teen Wolf. I hope the MTV show covers whether those bills are paid <laughs> by the skills. That's pretty much what it's based on. Are is- these bills paid by skills? <laughs> so uh, now he's really good at basketball because everyone knows wolves are good at basketball. Um, so he's got, yeah, he's got... Uh, They're pack hunters. Got better vision. Nocturnal. Agility. Bay at the moon. Play basketball really well. <laughs> Eat now. Dogs aren't carrion. as good at basketball, but if you if you like do the dribbling for We've them, you can still see the evolutionary yeah. traits of that remain of the lupine in the common household dog. <laughs> um, so he's really good at basketball. He they actually win the game because he's basically just playing by himself and uh, right dunking and all this kind of crazy stuff. He gets to school. Everybody loves Scott now. He's the big man on campus. I remember in that scene. Uh, I I don't I can't remember who does the music in this movie, but. I think they just sort of took a pass on this one because there's a lot of scenes where it's either scored oddly this or not scored at all. This scene, it's just them playing basketball for a minute. I'm like, can we get a song in here or anything? Well, no, it was like a montage without the music. No, this is not that one. This is oh, the is this one where at one? first he's just everybody's silent because he's they're right. like shocked. And then when he starts playing, we get the Randy Newman No, but it songs. takes it takes a while for that Randy Newman song to kick in. You're just sort of sitting there and just like well, no, because he scores first, and then it starts like when he's like, "Let's do it, team." <laughs> I'm going. I'm going to have to disagree with you. This scene <laughs> keeps no music for a while, and the last scene as well does it. But this yeah. scene waits, and I think we actually said, "Are they going to play a song at this?" It point? was. It was, and like, then like 30 seconds later, this Randy was like a beat, song a beat too long. Where it was cause, weird because I guess they were waiting for him to be like, "All right, come on, guys, we're playing," and then they're like, "Okay." I would even venture that they played for a bit before that music kicked in. I mean, I know the backwards dribble was silent, yeah. but then even when he starts playing well, it's still just basketball yeah, it sounds. Was, it was squeak, a little squeak, bit. Squeak, yeah. <laughs> if we squeak, were to... squeak. <laughs> That's the shoes on the... Yeah, no, I got it. <laughs> um, so everything's coming up Teen Wolf now. Um, yeah. Pamela's into him now. Randy Newman's into him. Uh, Mick the dick is mad because his girlfriend yeah. is... This is a weird dynamic, the whole Pamela-Mick uh, love triangle thing. He looks like um, if Bill Hader and a drill sergeant had a child together. Mick the dick. Yeah. So they get... Um, she Pamela convinces or, or the director's into the idea. Now he wants... Teen Wolf to be in the play. Carl Sagan, yeah. Once, yeah, the director, Carl Sagan. Uh, one, in his play, The Southern Tiny Blue Dot. Um, <laughs> that is, takes place in the antebellum South. Yeah, it's in Georgia. Mm-hmm. Um, so he wants uh, Teen Wolf to be in the play as a union? Soldier? He was wearing a black uniform, which if you're familiar with uh, Civil War knows. history... No one was wearing that. That was the uniform of the Missouri Compromise. So it was like pre... <laughs> we're going to wear this one. Thank you. <laughs> it's probably like a Texas uniform where they're like, fuck oh. you, we're doing black. We're from another place. You know, we were a country once. Yes, Texas. We know. So Scott's in the play now uh, as the Teen Wolf. And we see it. We get a scene where he goes to the dressing room, to uh, Pamela's dressing room. And he wants to ask her out or something, right? Yeah, and he, probably. And, and she's like just basically 
fucks him. They, she, uh, he closes the door, and then she comes onto him, takes off her bra, and they... And her loose-fitting panties. Let's not forget that she's oh, got yeah. those panties that have another a little extra room in case she needs to drop one. Uh, we, we use the uh, phrase, uh, have you ever walked behind a horse in a parade? <laughs> <laughs> That's the look I'm going for right now. So she, uh, they get it on. Um, and he kind of trans- it's implied that he transitioned into the wolf during that. So. so she's having sex with an animal. Yeah, I don't know if that counts as beast. The vice principal but- is getting into his car at the time, and he uh, hears the stock audio of a wolf baying at the yeah. moon. So that happens. So um, they go kind of on a date later uh, where they they're go bowling. bowling. And yeah. Mick is the there. Mick, and it's, the comma the dick. We kind of make the dick is there, and we kind of... Uh, imply, or you know, you get from that that you're like, oh, they're kind of dating now and mix out of the uh, picture. But he gets really That's mad. what a human would guess. Yeah. That's what a normal human who's seen people interact be- kinda, before would assume. Right. And it kind of plays out that way. Like, uh, he kind of is flirting and he's like showing her how to bowl and stuff. And then Mick comes over and he's like, get your hands off my girl. And, uh, and, Pamela's like, I'm with him today, or something like. You're like, but then he's like, he's on, she's on a date with me, and then when they're walking home, he's like, Wow, your ex boyfriend's really a dick, really yeah. lives up to that name. And then she's like, Oh, well, he is my boyfriend. He's like, You mean your your ex boyfriend? She's like, Oh no, he's my boyfriend. Yeah, so he's she wants to stay with him, with Mick, but just fuck uh, Scott from time to time. I, guess. I yeah, Have sex I guess. With Scott. Um, but They've got an open relationship, her and Mick. I don't know what the problem is. It's really kind of strange, but and, and he's kind of thrown aback by it because he's like, "Oh, what?" Um, and she's like really uh, mean to him, like on the, her doorstep while he's dropping her off. She's just yeah. mean to Scott slash Teen Wolf T Dubs. Yeah. Um, and uh, it's just like really, yeah. Like, what's the problem? Right. He's my boyfriend. I just go on dates with you to places he'll be and flirt with you in front of him, let him get mad, and then I treat you really shittily on my doorstep. And then she blows a kiss at him. Yeah. And I was like, this is written by someone who probably calls himself a nice guy on his Tinder profile. (laughs) Like, this whole thing is like, aren't girls fucking crazy bitches? Yeah. It's like, no, they're human beings who probably would never act the way you have this woman (laughs) acting. Um, we go back to an, uh, another basketball game. Uh, the team's doing really well now, but the other rest of the team is starting to get mad at Scott because he's, as a Teen Wolf, he's just basically taking all the shots. He starts stealing a ball from his own teammates to score, and he's dunking. Oh, I didn't catch that. Showboating and Dick all that move. kind of stuff. Yeah, so his team's starting to get pissed. They're excited because they're winning, finally, mm-hmm. but they're mad because they're like, well, uh, the one guy says, what's the point of playing in the championship if we're not even playing? You know? Right. And uh, then we get... I think Chunks is even eating an apple while... Yeah. I think like, that, they have plenty of time to not do anything. Yeah, they don't care. And we get uh, co- the coaches... Coach... Uh, what is it, Finn? Fin- Finstock? Fin- Finstock's Three Rules, which oh was God, really which amazing. Which is the best moment of the movie. Never get less than 12 hours of sleep. Yep. Never play poker with a guy whose first name is a city. Yeah. <laughs> and never go out with a woman who has a dagger tattoo. On her back. On her back. Uh, really enjoyed those rules. <laughs> and he's like, stick with those and everything else is cream cheese. Which is like, what are you talking about? <laughs> but it was a great amusing. character. It was good. Um, yeah, so he's, he's pretty amusing. Um at this point, uh, Styles buys a Wolfmobile. It's like a UPS truck. He's painted green and yep. has Wolfmobile on it. And then Teen Wolf goes surfing. 
So we get the right. same scene, but this time... Teen Wolf is surfing Teen on Wolf. the back and, of the Wolfmobile. Uh, I guess the uh, purpose that's served here is he, he does a handstand, and they're like throwing beer Throughout the town. And uh, they pass by uh, his dad's hardware shop, and his, you know, his dad just kind of shakes his head, and you know, he's not really living up to the responsibility of these powers, you know. With great power comes great, you know, you know that stuff. Spider-Man. Spider-Man stuff. I guess they just decided they could steal this in 1985 because they're like, well, no one's ever making a superhero movie ever again. How are they so. going to make him, you know, web sling through New York with like a computer box machine? Yeah. I mean, they sold those rights away, <laughs> so there's no way they're ever making those movies. So um, dad then reveals that he, uh, he, he kind of, the- they're kind of talking about uh, Scott's problems and uh, the, the issue of the vice, vice principal Thorne comes up and the dad's like, well, that's actually my fault because... When we were uh, kids, uh, he had a crush on your mom, and uh, right. he turned into he wolfed out on him, and uh, Thorn peed himself, and never really uh, forgave. Right, and the father yeah. like feels bad about this. Yeah, but then I kind mean, of he kind of feels in that yeah. scene. He's like, I you know, I was very, I didn't know which one of us was more scared. Was it him or was it me? Yeah. But then later he, you know, uses that to freak out the vice principal, like. So I'm like, were you really that scared? Because it yeah. seems like you didn't mind doing it again. Um, Scott finally decides he's kind of realized that he needs to control his wolf wolfness a little bit uh, yeah. and dial it back. And he asks Boof to uh, go to the dance with him, and she said, "Only if you go as yourself." And this fucking scene. And she, then, uh, and he's he like, says, "No, basically." Can't. And she's yeah. like, "Okay, I'll go." No, she doesn't agree to go with him, but she does agree to dance with him. Right, and hang out with him the entire time the entire of the time. dance. So yeah, when I guess she just avoided that drive to the dance. <laughs> that pesky <laughs> dinner before. Um, and then when we're at the uh, at the dance, Teen Wolf gets his ninja rap moment where the, he invents a dance. <laughs> right. And then everybody does it. Oh, Jesus. Um, yeah, there was, it was just basically that one part of the thriller dance that everyone knows. Yeah. It's just kinda, like, yeah. hands, hands, that's it. Yeah, and then... Uh, Boof and him uh, secret off for a minute, and they uh, make out for a while and do it, I guess. I don't know. But then uh, he, she uh, convinces him to go back in as himself. Right. And uh, um, Mick the Dick. Everybody's kind of like, oh, yeah, whatever. And then Mick the Dick comes over, and now that he's uh, just a dweeby little guy again, pushes him down, he attacks him. Which you then- brought up a good point while we were watching, which is the whole point of werewolves is that they can transform. So right. Mick seems to be like lost completely. He doesn't understand. Just punches him right in the face, which yeah. causes him to hulk out. Yeah. Causes Scott to freak out. And he out. doesn't even hurt him. He just scratches his uh he like rips shirt his off, shirt open. Yeah. Which was appreciated. Thank you, Scott. Sure. Yeah. He's kind a- of a fag move though. Yeah. Not gonna just want to need Damon, you don't even need to feel bad about it because the guy is twenty seven years old. That were, <laughs> That's true. Whose abs you were admiring. Um and uh and then he like he leaves like everyone this was also a weirdly shot they're, scene. They're freaked out. Like that's the but idea. But they're laughing. Like everyone in the background was laughing. Yeah, yeah. It doesn't make any sense. Yeah, because like it's in eighties movies, which means that if you punch the bully, everybody's like, yeah, yeah, exactly. And so they, were, it kind of seemed like that. But then they were also kind of freaked out because they're like, oh, he can right. attack us, and they're like, yeah, tell- werewolf, yeah. <laughs> and they, uh, the, but I mean, in the background, when you're every shot. It was weird because every shot of Mick in that scene, everyone's like stunned. Yeah. But when you cut back to Scott, everyone behind him is laughing. And I was like, are they laughing at Mick or are they laughing at Scott? Yeah. And why are they laughing? Then Scott just leaves. Well, the he's vice- clearly, he's freaked out. Right. He himself He out. is freaked yeah. out. 
and the vice principal comes out, out of nowhere to say, I was, I've been waiting for you to slip up and, you know, threatens to expel him. And then Scott's dad comes out of nowhere. Yeah. He's just there. Uh, to threaten the uh, vice principal and growls at him, causing the vice principal to pee himself, which is weird, you know, like, like I said, like to bring up the, that one traumatic event in your life for jokes, I guess. <laughs> I guess. Um, Scott... Then what happens? I can't well, remember. Well, uh, Scott, we kind of cut to the next day. Scott tries to go Wolf 3 in the play. He wants to go as himself. Right. Carl and Sagan won't have it. Carl Sagan's like, hey, no wolf? No. Or uh, he does have a moment that I really enjoy where he's like, uh, no, we need the wolf in this. You got to, this is a full dress rehearsal. You got to, uh, I don't know, wolf out, wolf it up, whatever you got to do. <laughs> and he's like, okay, no, I'm not going to do that. And he's like, okay, well, no wolf, no part. And right. he's like, all right. And he leaves. And then, um, Which is what the movie, I feel like, should have done with the whole play subplot. I was just like, <laughs> who cares? You obviously that. don't even have the energy to like have other kids in the play. Not even extras. Like, I, no If I there. was the father of the girl in the play, I would have some serious questions. Because yeah. it's just her at dress rehearsals, alone with Carl Sagan, at all hours. <laughs> um, and we've got, he decides to go to the, he, he was going to quit the basketball team for a while because he felt like he couldn't do it without the wolf. He does show up to the championship game late, late but he does show seems up. Seems weird. Um, and he shows up wolf free and everybody's like, uh, wolf free. The just co- going, he's got a patch. <laughs> it's good. He's trying. And the coach is like, uh, Hey, what are you, uh, what are you doing? Uh, yeah. Um, and he's like, no, I'm just being mean. And he's like, okay, well we're going to get cream, but let's do it. Um, and then, uh, he kind of eggs his team on a little bit. Come on guys, we can do it. And they do. Right. They, uh, you know what they do? This is a term I learned from you. They what? rally. Yeah, they, they work rally. together. Uh, and we actually get a really about an actual high school basketball length of watching them play basketball to music. There's a weird, like, guy, there's a song playing where the guy is, seems to be doing a David Bowie impression. Yeah. And, uh, you gotta and, be strong. But it's like, you gotta win, you gotta. I can't even remember now the melody or ledge anything. Hanging off the ledge. <laughs> it was um, very one of those literal songs. You're gonna win the basketball game. <laughs> and uh, we get uh, Lauren pointed out when we were watching. She's like, "Why are they playing music like they're winning, but they're still down by 25 <laughs> points?" Fair point. And the reason that she, it was confusing to her and anybody who'd watched this is because. They did come back, and you know right. the last scene is they're down by one, and uh, slowly coming. Scott, back. yeah, Scott gets gets fouled, but they <laughs> they're coming back so slowly that it's right. like an actual comeback in the game. Yeah, um, it's like usually when you have that in a sports movie, like they'll cut back and forth between the scoreboard. Right, but in this, you sort of have to like look and it's like, what's the score right now? You have to like sort of squint to see it in the background. Like they're still down by fifteen. <laughs> yeah, we're like, well, we are taking a while with this yeah. comeback, and they show like the other team scoring right sometimes, and which is totally how it would work in real life. But we're like, this is a montage. You don't have to show us the other team yeah. scoring. You can just I can bump see their the, score the, up a yeah, little bit. It's yeah. fine. Yeah. Oh, it's weird. a weird moment when Space Jam handled the basketball scenes a little bit better than you did. Uh, this was more, I mentioned this, was more confusing than the Karate Kid's fighting <laughs> montage, even though I understand the rules a lot better. Um, and then we've got uh, Scott, okay, Scott gets fouled, he makes the final basket, they win. And then we've get, we get our surprise penis. Oh, right, yeah. We, so they win. It and- is confirmed, sort of. We learned. Right. There is someone with their pants unzipped. In the yeah. final shot, you see Scott's dad coming down from the stands, and you see there's like an extra in the back who's coming down the stands. Their head, they're out of frame. Their head's yeah. cut off in frame. And their pants are unzipped. 
And then all of a sudden, they sort of rustle their, their pants a little bit. And like bit. a belt loop comes out Maybe a belt yeah. comes out, but something that looks like, as a scientist would call, a dong. Someone's <laughs> wang comes out and... Let's uh, just say, as a medical doctor would say, a boy, a Um... And then they button up, they zip their pants back up. Yeah, but was, apparently, according weird. to IMDb trivia, and I can't confirm this, but that extra is a woman who uh, undid her pants because they were too tight. So while she was sitting, playing an extra, watching the game, she had her pants unbuttoned because they were too tight. When then she stood up to cheer on the team, her pants, she had to, she realized her pants were still unbuttoned. It seems odd, though, that no one caught it because it is, she's not like... She's not far out of frame, yeah. and she's not out of focus. She's like almost like a few rows behind the dad, and it's just her and the dad in that part of yeah. the bleachers. She's like, definitely it's not a pretty the focus. deserted bleacher. She's not the focus of the of the of the shot, but she's, but she's not still out of noticeable. It. Yeah, it's definitely noticeable. She's not out in the corner. She's pretty much just slightly left to so center. So if we were doing this on Politifact, it'd be mostly true. <laughs> Snopes would call this <laughs> true asterisk. Right. <laughs> okay, so that's the movie. That is um, the movie. That was pretty much like watching it. Yeah, you've I would imagine seen it. Yeah, all the tension and drama and character development that you could want. So, how did this uh, compare to how you remember it? It's pretty close. Um, yeah, I think I probably liked the antics a little bit more as a kid, of course, because mm-hmm. it was a little silly, like Styles dancing, and but there were some funny moments. It was actually better. Now than I was kind of expecting it to be because I was expecting this. This came out exact same weekend we learned as Back to the Future. Well, no, I don't know if it came the weekend it came out. It was number two. To okay, Back to the right. Future, it came which the me, same which year. leads me to think that it might have Back to the Future might have been out for a few right. weeks yeah. and was still number one when this came out. That makes sense. Because yeah, I, mean, I doubt they bigger... were like, let's release at the same time that other movie with our stars in it. But it was really fairly close. I would least. imagine, yeah. Um, and. I don't know what my point was with that. I've forgotten everything. <laughs> I wanted to. I, I mansplained it enough yeah. to der- completely drive you off the point. Um, so yeah. So uh, it's definitely not a uh, Back to the Future level of holding up, but it kind of held up because I think I, my expectations were lower. Um, I think this my is a expect- sillier conceit, even though the it, other one is time travel. <laughs> <laughs> it is silly. Um, I, I think I was a little disappointed by it because I kind of half expected it to be pretty good to sort of justify why it's sort of like a touchstone like for right. some people. Yeah. Not that it's like a big thing like Back to the Future, but it's something that people reference and maybe just because it's absolutely ridiculous. Yeah. Um, I guess I could have... W- I wish it went one way or the other. Like I wish it played a little bit more with its horror tropes or went a little bit funnier. Yeah. But it, it seemed was just like kind they of were a... like, what if we have a movie where a guy becomes a wolf and he becomes super popular? And they're like, fine, do that. We'll figure out a script later. Like, it, there's no, yeah. they don't like put many jokes on it. It's a good point. It wasn't particularly funny. There uh, aren't, pretty I much, mean, the coach is pretty much the, the standout. The humor, of, I, I know Styles is kind of like supposed to be, it seems like, but... Really, the coach is... I mean, obviously, it was intentional to have the coach right. be funny, but he got, really, all the money lines, and he's the funniest character in it, really. Right. And Styles seems like one of those really forced sort of characters where it's like, we're going to create a zany character. He is... And I'm he, like, please stop making a zany character. He is, as you like to say, like, freebasing 80s. Really. <laughs> he is. All the... Sunglasses all the time. Yeah. You're going to... If you're going to have Green some, jeans. If you're going to have some styles, you're going to want to mix it with water because it is from concentrate. <laughs> too, too strong. Too, too strong. strong. Yeah. You want to cut it. 
It's a strong pour of 80s. <laughs> um, but yeah, I guess I was kind of, I mean, the, the conceit is sort of silly, but I don't know. I guess I wish they had done a little bit more with it. Like, he's good yeah. at basketball, but he's never like, I don't, I, I don't even know what I'm trying to say. I guess this movie was fine. Yeah, I think that's fair. I think that's that's a good grade for it. Is but I I, I feel like fine might be too strong. It does make me a little bit like, really, we're gonna hold on to this movie. This is the movie. A like Karate Kid, I kind of get. Like, yeah. all right, I get it. Well, and with that this was, one, I'm like, this one. <laughs> one as uh, you made a good point in that, like Karate Kid, while of the same kind of ilk and same era of like quintessentially '80s movies right. and a touchdown for a lot of people, it was a drama. Like, this one is, like, supposed to be kind of a comedy coming of age, but it definitely, it's, like, more like a drama, really. I mean, like, it's not dramatic in that sense, or emotional, really. Well, it's a drama but, in that it's not making me laugh. Right. So That's what I, I guess mean. I'll qualify it as a drama. That's what but I mean. But it's definitely yeah. trying to make me laugh in certain parts, and I guess... I, I don't think, though, that they, like, swung and missed at a bunch of jokes, it was just kind of like you were supposed to, right. like for example, when he's getting ready for the dance and he's as a werewolf and he's blow drying his hair. Yeah, like that's like isn't that funny? And you're like, I guess. Right. There's a lot of that. I feel like, yeah, I see it. And you could have seen how like they could have like I was actually expecting him to like bite at the air like a dog would. That that like you've already written a better movie, right? Than exactly. Teen Wolf. <laughs> and maybe that happened in Teen Wolf too, and I just forgot or something. But like Jason Bateman could do a lot with this role. Yeah, I kind of do want to watch the same guy or a different. I don't. I have no idea. No research on my part. I kind of want to watch the gay one now. The series? Yeah. Yeah. But that's my own problems. <laughs> I'm not going to subject you fine folks <laughs> to that. Um, so I guess, uh, we at, are we at verdict? Yeah, your inner child is an idiot. Not a complete idiot, but your inner child is an idiot. Yeah. I'm kind of... I'm, I'm a little bit torn on this one because... It's not so cut and dry, because it wasn't terrible, but it wasn't good. Yeah. I feel like they came up with a silly premise that could have been something, but then they yeah. were like, we got the premise, that's it. We got it. No, right. no, 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 I saw you writing jokes over there. Stop it, we've Stop got that. it. Yeah. He's the wolf who plays basketball. Yeah. And I wish, I, I guess, I feel like they could have like had him be bitten by a werewolf and be scared by the Be trans- bitten. <laughs> be bitten. <laughs> but not bitten by bees. No. Because bees sting. So I feel like they could have gone towards the horror tropes or towards the more comedy thing, but I just feel like they called it a day after they came up with the wolf that plays basketball shit. Yeah. Your inner child is kind of an idiot. Yeah. <laughs> I'll go with that. I'm good. Uh, we can still hang out, inner child. But yeah. You're kind but of like that friend make that- Make better choices. Yeah. I'll hang out in like the afternoon, but if drinking gets involved in a child, Oof. no. No dice. Uh, what do you think, dear listener? Uh, email us at yourinnerchildisanidiot at gmail.com. Dear com. listener. They're... Like you're writing from the war front. Dear, <laughs> dearest <laughs> Martha. She's come down with dysentery. <laughs> Cholera has run Please amok. come home. They won't make it past a fortnight. <laughs> um, you can find us uh, online at yourinnerchildisanidiot.com. Um, you can find us on Instagram. You're so proud that redirect's I am. working. It took me like six months. You'll be coasting on that redirect for some time. I am, until it breaks, and then I have to try <laughs> to figure it out again. We're on Instagram, we're on Twitter, we're on Facebook. Uh, you can find uh, Damon's webcomic, Drewford, at drewfordcomic.com. You can find my music at djphillips.com. We're both on Twitter. Uh, Damon Xanth. Yep. Right? X-A-N-T-H. I'm at, at DJ Phillips. 
Yeah. Good job. Good job, everyone. Teen ba- basketball wolf time. I got nothing. That's it. Uh, thanks for joining. Thanks for listening. Uh, we'll see you next time. mom pants the 80s were not kind to anyone but women we're sorry glad to see those overalls making a comeback though